0: it's the friendly fire show it's episode 187 this is an experimental podcast really because you may or may mm. not be watching this live live streamed on twitch twitch.tv survivor or you might just be listening to it in your podcast platform of choice or you might just be watching it later on youtube and ben this might go catastrophically wrong and it might not even record so maybe this is like a lost episode in the same vein of when like i got tono and shane and you and i and we all recorded a podcast episode that wasn't actually recorded anyway i digress i am steve wright and joining me of course is one of my amazing asbestos friends ben
1: salter how are you hi ben Good to be here, Steve. Do you know how old this show is and how old we are? Because when we first started this, there is no way there was technology to go live. Am I saying that right? I don't uh, think Twitch existed. <laughs> or did it? No, it probably did. We used to sit in the same room. Can you imagine that? How retro and have like a desk, someone like mixing the levels, not using like a computer to do it. And it was like, there's no way we could have done this. And the episode would go out like weeks later, I think it was, yeah, a different time.
0: Yes, and so it, and Shane did it a lot better than me. That's not the Shane that I'm about to say hi to because hi Shane, Shane Bailey is, is in the chat saying it's alive, it's maybe alive. We'll see how this goes. You can probably see that I've not quite gotten things quite right. So randomly, Steve is Ben and Ben and Steve, but you know, I'm that one, and Ben's that one. Yeah. Uh, and and thanks for joining us. And Jay, hi That's Jay. Um, hopefully this goes okay. So well, now you we're got it wrong.
1: Because <laughs> it's like a great first attempt to be like, if this ever goes well in the future, you can reference back to that time when you stuffed it up the first time. But it's great. Sh- Shane's probably watching this just going, oh
0: my God, what is he doing? There's so many better ways to do it. And that's probably true. But anyway, that's not the point. It's a huge week it or fortnight in video games uh this Mm -hmm. being the middle of october because i forgot to say what what time period this episode was for um it's mostly going to be reviews i reckon and i think i want to start with you uh ben because you did double duty really you you got to check out the switch oled edition and you got to check out metroid dread uh do you want to start with the the console first probably makes sense to do that
1: Alright, yeah, pretty much. Well, there it is, up there in the box. That's the new fancy OLED box, and that's basically it. It looks very slightly different. Uh, so when I got this thing, I kind of thought, yeah, it's, like, it's such a small upgrade that I didn't know it was worth it for that $70 price increase, and it just, what, what are we, five years into the Switch's life cycle I wasn't sure that it was something that's really worth getting. But it's a classic now that i played it there's no way i can go back so you and i are both oled tv guys uh, whenever anyone comes over and sees it they're amazed by it so thin looks so good um, and it's you know it, it they cost a lot of money any oled display so that's why the price has gone up same with phones that have oleds in them now like it's just they come with the premium cost um, but besides that there's no upgrade so there were so many rumors that we we're going to get a switch pro something that could potentially output in 4k and was going to make all these games which Let's face it, some of them run pretty sluggishly on Switch, especially third-party games, um, that are really pushing it to its limit, like, this is a pretty old chipset now. And it didn't turn out to be that. (laughs) So it was a, uh, whether that was the original plan and it was meant to be an OLED with a better chipset and a 4K model um, and just COVID happened and this magical chip shortage that means you still can't get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, um, affected that. I think there's potentially some truth to that because there's still rumors that this upgraded console is coming in a couple of years and maybe they changed plan and they went with an OLED screen. Um, no matter what happened I think it's worth it if you're a handheld player. So if you only play TV mode and you want to play it like a console there's no difference at all except you go from 32 gig to 64 gig like a pittance of different storage amount. Um, if you play handheld there's no going back because it just it looks so good. The screen size goes from 6.2 to seven inches. Like on paper, that doesn't sound like any difference at all, but it, it just fills the the border basically. There's there's no, there's no that massive bezel on the original um, switch and they've gotten rid of that. So it just, it grabs you so much more. It it kind of pulls you. And you can kind of see it in the picture, like behind me, if you're watching the screen, like it's that small little, tiny little border, but it makes a huge difference. The colors pop, the contrast looks so much better. Um, and it just feels better. Like they're using a high quality plastic. The, the screen is covered in glass instead of plastic. So it just looks better. It feels a little bit more premium. Um, Nintendo said something like the Joy-Con have updated joysticks or something, which is them not admitting that there was a problem with the analog sticks in the, uh, on the Switch and there was a drift issue and they've now fixed that. Um, I yes, thought they, they only fixed admit- <laughs> it a little
0: bit. I thought I thought okay. the drift was still possibly a
1: possibility you know, I haven't really had that as a big deal but I suppose I have a few set of Joy-Cons so maybe that's why I haven't noticed it and I change around so maybe that's why um, but yeah, in short I think if I think you know if you want to get this console or not because Nintendo have done this with every handheld, they've released an incremental upgrade, they did it with like the Game Boy or the Game Boy Color, they did it with or the, the Game Boy Pocket is a better example actually before that um, they did it with the GBA to the SP, just a different model, but the same thing more or less. They did it with the DS, to the DS Lite, um, like 3DS, to 3DS XL. So there's there's a precedent. They've done it before. They've released the model, which is probably more for the people who already have it. Like a lot of people, um, when I saw the previews go up, said like, if you were buying a Switch today, it's the obvious one to get. I'm not sure I agree with that necessarily because it's the most expensive one. I think it's for people who already have a Switch who... Are um, not gonna miss those Nintendo first-party games or, or many of them um, the people who have been holding out you can probably get a an original switch for pretty cheap soon like they'll go on sale I reckon they'll drop down below what they had before so maybe that's where they should go um, but I think it is for people like me the better battery is a big deal too because the launch model has a terrible battery in it so this thing actually lasts I can sit on the couch while um, you know MasterChef is on and I can it won't go flat so uh, so yeah I think it's worthwhile if, if that's you otherwise potentially not t- t- D- did
0: you, in the old days, handheld or dock play more often?
1: Uh, so early, early days, like Breath of the Wild, you know, first year probably was a genuine 50-50 because of the novelty of it. And it was, it was what I wanted and it was different. Um, but I thought something like Breath of the Wild needed a TV. So it was for kind of the other games that I, I played handheld. Um, and as it went on, like my original switch has a big crack in the back of it. So like, and that's a, a common problem just of how it was made. Like it just stresses over time. So I didn't really want to use it handheld that much more, just in the plastic casing on the back. Like um, where? Like if that's the switch, where was the, how, where does it? It's like along the back, like diagonally. Like and it's that like way. diagonal up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That's uh, horizontal. Between the I'm screws,
1: you, Yeah, you can, you can see why it's happened like it's just how the screws are in there so I think that's hopefully won't happen but anyway that did stop me playing handheld to a degree um and did the the poor battery life like it just it didn't last long enough because I'm a lazy person I'd play it for you know half an hour then I'll just put it down on the coffee table and not stock it again and the next night it's you know it's drained um and that hasn't been a problem with the leg because it just lasts so much longer but Um, If you got that 2019 refresh, which they didn't really announce, that has the same better battery life. So um, no advantage if you're coming from that. But yeah, now I've I've definitely gone back to playing um, Metroid Dread, probably 50-50 again.
0: Okay. And did you think that's going to keep up? Or is it the the novelty again, because it's like a pretty screen and Could be.
1: uh, Different life situation, I suppose. Like now, um, we used to more often split and watch different TVs, but just having a five month old puppy, pretty much someone needs to be with him all the time. So it's easy to have two people and, you know, not pay attention to the TV and play Switch. So that's what I've been doing recently. Also because the game I've been playing is on Switch. So it's a bit of both, I'd say. Okay. Mm. Well,
0: I, I'm, I like the idea of it. I, I think like, cause I just need to turn it back to Xbox somehow, Ben. I think if, if it had like a, a browser, that would be a, if, and they could make the Joy-Cons work. I don't know if that would work. That would just, like, be a really mm-hmm. neat, like, Game Pass machine. Or they could just, you know, like, Microsoft could just ask Nintendo if they could put a Game Pass machine on this damn Switch. And then, like, I would almost get one. that to happen. Especially with, like, the new phone I have that doesn't work with a backbone. And, like, it's, it's, like, I don't have a mobile thing. And that would be, like, the little extra incentive to get a new Switch. Because it's That's not like happen. the new Zelda game is gonna be an OLED edition only one it's it's the same switch it's like a better battery life and the screen's prettier on handheld but it's like it's still a a switch so like it just feels like if you're getting an xbox one x over an xbox one like you're getting more power when you're deciding to buy it like this is just like
1: yeah a screen it's it's probably more the closer um comparison is probably you bought a a regular iphone and you decided you wanted the bigger model like you're getting more or less, I mean, I know there's a power upgrade with and a battery upgrade often up with those, which there is here too. So it's more like that. You're getting something very similar, but you just decided a, a different variant is what you want. And that would be because you're a hardcore phone user, right? Like you, you have value in that. So it's that same type of person. Uh, I will say Nintendo's lineup, whether it was a coincidence or whether they've done this intentionally, feels very handheld this year. Mm. So uh, Metroid, which we'll talk about in a second, you've got Pokemon, which is very handheld. Um, you've got Advance Wars, which was originally a Game Boy game. It just feels very like the style of game feels suited to handheld more than something like a Mario Odyssey or a Breath of the Wild, which feels more console. So, uh, it it works out from that point of view. And then
0: Mario Party had to go and ruin it because that's clearly a yeah. TV with a Joy-Con each game. But that's beside <laughs> the point. That'd be tough in tabletop
1: mode. But yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well then, okay. So now with with the console out of the way, how how was Metroid? I know how it was because mm. I've I've read the review and. But, like, tell people who aren't me
1: yeah, that's wh- it. how it was then. Uh, Thanks. Absolute banger, Metroid Dread. So I'm shocked at how good it is. Like, so Mercury team developed this in collaboration with Nintendo, who I think more just produced, kind of overlooked it. Um, and so they, this is their second Metroid. They did Samus Returns on 3DS, I think, four or five years ago, uh, which is a remake of, of Metroid 2 from the Game Boy. And they did a good job with that. But it came out at a time when the Switch had been out for for about six months or so, and just going back to that, you know, 3DS screen, it was hard to sell, like it was, we're just going back to this blurry old gaming, you've just treated it up to HD handheld gaming. Um, and it was it was a bit safe at times. So the the bones of this game is that, like the core the things they introduced there are here again, um, but they've gone to a new level. So the design actually was apparently done for the, for the DS like 15 years ago, but it just wasn't powerful enough. And they've kind of kept the theme. I'm sure it's evolved since then. Um, and the main thing is Samus moves really well, like I've never, I've never played, i played pretty much every Metroid game and she's never moved and controlled like this, like it's so quick. Um, and it just suits us so well, so it's that, it's, you know, an actual Metroid, Metroidvania game. Um, and we haven't had a new one for 19 years, so the last one was Metroid Fusion on Game Boy Advance. It's a bit annoying that there's no way for you to easily play that right now, like I actually, it's one of like the four Game Boy Advance games I have, so... Um, I actually just spent 300 bucks on buying like a modded Game Boy Advance that is apparently coming soon with like a backlit screen because I was like, there's no way I'm not going to cash converters and playing on a dodgy old Game Boy screen. So that was a bit of a splurge instead of buying an OLED switch. Maybe I shouldn't have bought that. Um, hopefully it looks good on that because I want to play Fusion again because of this game. So um, <clears throat> yeah, it's great. Like just the the combat, the exploration is really good. Uh, surprisingly difficult initially. So. You you constantly power up, probably too many power ups, um, but they they stack on top of each other, so you don't really have to remember it, and it just it's so satisfying when it all comes together, uh, especially these boss battles. So I'm not a Souls man at all, as you know, Steve. But um, and it's I nothing am. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Bloodborne. Uh, It's nothing like that at all, really. I know there were some comparisons, but it's not really that style of game. It's more of a, it's genuinely challenging and you will die a lot, especially in the boss battles, but it's all pattern. So as soon as you realize what to do for one part of it and you'll just breeze past it, but then the next bit will destroy you. So one boss will probably kill you like 30 times but you won't get frustrated because you see yourself improving, except for maybe the very last boss because that is a real doozy and it, you know, it'll take you hours to get through that one. But uh, the others, if you're a pleb like me maybe, yeah, if you know what you're doing, straight through. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's you know, that rare game that is is challenging but really rewarding at the same time. And um, how much you wanna, there's not really exploration as such in that It's it does funnel you along but it, there's no waypoints or anything. Um, so it's very like you need to figure out where to go, look at the map, kind of plot it. If you want to find a little hidden upgrades, you want, um, you can do that, or you could just try to figure out where to go. And you probably get lost a couple of times, but um, ultimately you'll you'll get there, and you will kind of think you found it yourself, but it really kind of guided you there, which is perfect for someone like me. Like I don't want to get lost for hours. Um, and I know when you played Ori, which is very similar, uh, you were just like, you, I think you left it for a few days, and you're like, oh, I don't know where to go. Um, same thing. You, you're not going to be able to play this game and put it down for a week and pick it up again. Like you really need to to keep playing. Best played, and I've seen pretty much everyone on Twitter has already finished it. It only came out like a week ago, so that's how you need to play this game. And it's only about you know ten hours.
0: Well, yeah. So that's I I haven't finished the second Ori game because of like as you've just said, like I just forgot what. I was doing, and just went. I, I I need to start again, and I don't have time. Um, and mm. Shane is asking if if it's like the first story, and that there's like huge difficulty spikes, like with in in in, in escape sequences. Like if it's that kind of like up and down
1: um, type. No, I wouldn't say ratcheting. Not not huge spikes. It's it's quite hard just on the on the whole, but it, it kind of goes the other way. Like it's tough but then you will figure it out and all of a sudden it seems easy because it's just, it's whatever you needed to do. It kind of teaches you as you go along and and you get there. If you really wanted to get some of the hidden missiles and stuff, it is very tough. But, um, you know, those are kind of optional. But yeah, the bosses are are quite tough.
0: Okay. Well, I am excited to play it, but also I know I'm not going to have time for the next ever. So Mm. we'll see. It might get on the list. And also I... I I, Go
1: ahead. I would say currently... (laughs) It has just pipped uh, Deathloop and Hitman Three as my Game of the Year contender, so Ooh. I think it's it's definitely leading. And to all these people going, you know, US sixty dollars, you shouldn't pay that for a, for a ten hour game. That's outrageous, hundred, but whatever it is here, eighty bucks. Wrong. It's it's a great ten hours, and I much prefer that to like you know a forty, fifty, sixty hour grind that I didn't enjoy that much just to get to the end to feel like I got my money's worth. I think. Uh, a game you really enjoyed and it doesn't outstay as welcome. you kind of hit the end and, and you're kind of glad you got there but you enjoy the whole time so absolutely worth it
0: okay well um i don't think i get to make this my game of the year by any stretch of the imagination but i would like to and you probably know what i'm going to mm-hmm. talk about already yeah, none other than alan year. wake remastered um I want it to be my game of the year. I know I know it can't be. I know that's stupid, um, but it's really good. Uh, ha- have you had a chance to play this iteration of it
1: or no? No, I played the original. I have not played the remaster.
0: Fair enough. So I've played this one. I've played the, the PC release, which is kind of like, like a half step between the twenty. 22- 2010, 2010, Xbox 360 release. I have no idea when the PC release came out, but it's not like 4K. And
1: just in case you're listening, that's why it can't be Game of the Year because it's game it's of come 2010, up three potentially. Times. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, fair enough. Okay, fine. Um, and it's just really good, Ben. It looks really good. It's 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 difficult. It's it's atmospheric. It's mm. every amazing bit of storytelling that Remedy is known for, um, and. Was you know, the storyline is sort of picked up in Control and it's like sort of being teased that they're making an Alan Wake 2 or not, or they are, maybe they are, maybe they're not. I can't see why Epic would choose to release this remastered version of a, a very old, oh, just a 12-year-old game if that's not a plan to continue this on. Mm. Obviously Control's kicking on with 505. There's like, revenue has like 50 million games out, or in development right now, which is insane. Um, but I'm excited. I think I think this game's really good. It still holds up. It's it's sort of aging in ways that just really make Remedy look better as a developer. Like showing how they've grown in the last 12 years is a good way to put it. Because you know, like Control has accessibility options up the wazoo. So if you if you're very bad at the combat, it's not saying, well, this isn't for you, then you can't play. Like you can turn it on, so it's like one hit kills and you're invincible now. And Alan Wake, you know, like. You had to unlock the nightmare difficulty, and you had to get certain manuscript pages in the nightmare difficulty, and it was kind of very like, no, this is for an elite set of people who can who can do this. Um, so it's kind of like contrary to Remedy's whole like design <laughs> philosophy, perhaps at present. Um, but it's just, it's it's really really it's really really good. Um, the the DLC is included. The DLC is not great to be honest it's it's you know back in the days where I don't think we really knew what DLC was so there's like a lot of reappropriation of of assets and trying to like make something and it was like a two-hour experience where like I don't know I don't I don't think that's DLC anymore um but it's just really good. If you've never heard of Alan Wake, you're insane. You're stupid. I hate you. Uh, that's that's mean. Um, obviously, you're forgiven, but you should go play Not this.
1: everyone's as old as you, Steve, so <laughs> it's, it's an old game. <laughs> it's,
0: it's about a writer,
1: and he and his
0: wife go to this very small town, which is very reminiscent of, of, uh, of Twin Peaks, which this is why I started... Watching Twin Peaks basically, and then this has turned into like my entire life now. Uh, it, it's it's a writer who uh, basically is 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 either writing his own horrible chaotic experience that's happening around him, or like mm. you know worse yet, he's insane and it's all in his head. And it's about creativity and it's about uh, the connections around you. And it's just really it's really really good and just like insanely batshit insane it's it's so good and um if you've played control you probably have because everybody's played control it was our game of the year 2019 uh that same that same insane setup and just like everything is in incredibly weird but like that's just how it is so we're all okay with it and we're just we're just continuing on we're at the bureau of control no we're yep. i'm writing my own fate. it's great it's so good i feel like i'm just fanboying about it but it is
1: you are. it's one of those games uh, that's it's it's remastered but it's still good sorry i'll shut up well i suppose there's two sides so there's how does a game that old 12 years old or so uh hold up today which i think you've sold but it's still a great play from that point of view and there's the as a remaster what have they done to it to make like the original was back and pad on Xbox? You can play that. You probably already own it. So yeah. what what makes this worth fifty bucks or whatever it is from a remaster point of view? Uh,
0: more achievements. Uh, no, uh, Alan's character model. All the character models are done. Better animations. Uh, it's I don't know. It's just all in one package, and it's it's just nice. Uh, load times are, are are pretty much the same actually, because we we did a little comparison, you know, of, of the hmm. three sixty game. On Take 360, Digital
1: Foundry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much the same, I think. <laughs> Close enough. I don't know. Um, like, you don't need it, but if you are as big of a fan as Alan Wake as I am, and there's a lot of us out there who've been, like, demanding a sequel, you know, like, when Quantum Break came out and everything else, like, it's just really nice to jump back in and kind of, like, you don't have your old save file and you're just, like, doing it again. And it's just, like... Mm. It's not, like, one of those... Sonic games, or I don't know—that's that's a bad example. Uh, like a, another remastered game where you you look at it and you go, like, oh, I thought it looked like that anyway. Like I don't I don't realize it needed like it's not like it doesn't look that drastically different. It didn't need a remaster, but it did at the same time. I'm not really selling this, but if you're like a PlayStation person. And you've never played it. It's really easy to get it. That's so like if if, if that's the only reason, the, the, actually that's it. That's I that's it. I've that's what I'm siding with. Perfect. And it's selling really well on PlayStation. So there's like this all there's all these people who've never played Alan Wake, who are maybe like mm. jazzed on the idea of control, who now understand where it kind of came from, and can see like the the direction going forward. And hopefully it just means that there's like a lot of demand for for Alan Wake too.
1: That was a horrible. Well, I'm sell, excited, but oh well. I'm having played it. A long time ago, I actually can't really remember the story that well. I remember little snippets of it, so that's why I'm going to play it again ultimately. Do it Uh, now. Another sequel, which is a bit further on. This is not a sequel, actually. You're talking about a sequel potentially coming for that one, which definitely has a sequel, is Far Cry Six, which is an interesting game because I've only played about three hours. Uh, We should skim past the elephant in the room, which is uh, Luke gave it a 4.5, and that attracted some uh, some attention. I don't know what you mean. a couple of memes or something like that anyhow you don't need to meme us that's fine uh and if you read the words there and you check out the scale it absolutely matched i uh, that was the experience that luke had and he, he nailed it and he justified way gave that score and i can see exactly where he's coming from even from the short amount that i played i think i enjoy it a little bit more than him but still not a great deal like i i can see i can see why people are disappointed it's it's just it feels like a step back from five um, which I really liked. So it just—it yeah. seems more going through the motions and very bland. I'm not really into the characters. There's a, a Just Cause element which is fun. It it looks great. It plays pretty well. Um, but yeah, it, it just it it hasn't really hooked me. And I'm I'm not sure. As I said before, like, do I want to put in the 50 hour slog to get through it? I don't know that I have the motivation. And it's it's the first mainline Far Cry game that I felt like that for.
0: Yeah. Um, I've only played probably three or four hours as well. Um, And in my mind, it's like a solid five on our scale, which is just like, eh, like I'm not finding it particularly offensive. I liked five. I played all through five. I did all the things, but like, I don't know why I did that. If I really sit back and think about it, even like four to some extent, like it's just like it's one of those Ubisoft games. I think now it's just like, here's a map of 8000 million things, pick a thing to do. You want to learn more about Yara? You, you can't just go and, like, discover something cool about this place. Like, that's, you know, tucked in a corner somewhere that you can't find. It's, like, there's an icon for it. Like, there's an icon for every single thing. Um, like, it's it's not offensive. It's just, like, oh, yeah. Like, I like I just don't have any real huge desire to get back into it. Like, I will, probably. But, like, I just... Eh. Yeah. But the difference between Luke and I... Like, Luke and I is that Luke just doesn't like it. He doesn't want to go back. Like, I don't... I, I will eventually. Like, he just doesn't want to. Um... And that's sad, because on paper, this sounds really cool. Like, uh, what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito. I've, I've only seen a couple cutscenes that he's in it, but, like, he he seems to be, you know, like, acting the hell out of it, but also just, like... Yeah. He's, like, mustache twirling a little bit, and you're not, you don't really interact with him uh, so far as I know. No. Like, you just go and, like... Hit up 18 icons on a map, so
1: that's sad. But that's been the formula with the baddies, you know. You have asked you know, Joseph, the other guy, um, pagan Min That's it. Like they're they're following that same formula time and time again, and even at the point where one of the early missions in this game, you have to kind of flamethrower a, a bunch of tobacco plants because you've got to take down someone or other. Um, and I was I was doing it, I was like, didn't I do this in the last game, or was it the game before that? Like, it, uh, the to the mission being exactly the same, it kind of just it just feels that that's a problem with being number six, and it's really more than that. What is like number ten? If you throw in Primal and Blood Dragon and New Dawn, like it's it's yeah. far along, um, and people just reach a point where it's. It's not enough anymore, especially when it feels like a step back in crafting and things like that. It just, and it just doesn't have the same characters. Like I like the characters in five. I like this, you know, the culty setting. Um, and at the time, it's just something I wanted to play. And I can see why people love this game again, because if, if it arrived as that open world, big bloated map game that you're ready for and you want to play, which five did for me, I was ready for it at the time. Yeah. Um, I can see why you'd enjoy it, but it just, it, it hasn't landed at the right time for me.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's pretty eloquent, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm. I don't know what I want to say beyond that. It's, it's, it's a shame. We can move on. Yeah. Um, And I want to skip the order of what we're doing because it kind of seems like it fits. I want to talk about then off the back of what you just said, uh, my Forza Horizon 5 preview because it's kind of like the same thing in that, except Mm. though, Horizon's really good. Like there's no denying Horizon is awesome. It's like stylish racing Accessible, awesome, super fast, crisp, smooth, awesome. Like, you, you can't actually fault Horizon for what it is. Um, but playing this, it's like, oh, I'm I'm in a showcase event, racing a yep. airplane. Oh, oh, and I'm losing right until the end, and then all oh, randomly, like, it's so rubber-banded, I just happened to win because I'm the coolest thing ever. Like, it's still awesome, and you feel really, really good uh, in Mexico now, as opposed to... Britain and as opposed to Australia before that but like it's just it's that kind of like that weird feeling in the back of your head of like I've done this why am I like why am I doing it again and like i, I don't know like turn 10 who I, I i think Forza Motorsport no longer is like the Forza racer like i, I think it's definitely right. Horizon that's taken the the mantle
1: but um like you can't even buy a motorsport like there's not one available so definitely horizon
0: well and so like but they're going the the motorsport game as a service no number anymore like platform kind of thing and like maybe that's what horizon will have to do soon or they're just gonna have to think of like other ways to go out of the box with these like showcase events which are supposed to be like unique you know like groundbreaking monumental things um yeah one thing I really do like, like Horizon Three, is my favorite, for probably obvious reasons, us being Australians. Like, it's just really neat to be like, oh, there's the Twelve Apostles, and there's Byron Bay, and blah blah blah. Um, that's not it. It's it's uh,
1: there's a garbage bin that looks like my
0: garbage bin. Like, <laughs> there's the it. phone box that looks like Telstra. <laughs> that's now a Wi-Fi port. Um, it's it only runs in 30 frames on console, and like once oh, really? you go back, you're just like, oh, oh. This looks horrible. I hate this. So, f- mm. 4 is 60 frames. Um, But 4... I hate 4 because it does that, like, week to week. Like, now it's winter. Now it's summer. Oh, yeah. Now it's... And, like, Matt... My husband Matt was getting into it, and then it turned to winter, and he's like, I'm not playing this for a week. I'm like, okay. Because it is kind of garbage to have to play in winter, and it's, like, slippery and slidey. let hate it. It's yeah. So, like, in this game, at least, it's, like, kind of, like, cool visuals and like the the mexican like kind of like there's different biomes like you had in australia and like you can go to snow you can go to the beach you can go to a desert you can go here and it's like all self-contained and it's not going to just like change on you which is good uh really fast really awesome you can play in in 30 or 60 frames obviously pick 60 and it's 4k but like the textures are a little like bump up the textures if you go 30 frames play in 60 if you can um, it's really cool it's like it's super fun like in the moment it's just like you have this giant grin on your face until maybe like the rubber banding hits and you kind of realize like oh um, you know it's happening again um, but like every everything else the PR stunts everything about Horizon is it's, it's really fun it was really good so yeah. I I'm don't sure mean to detract to- from it
1: those Sorry showcase to... events, are, uh, I mean, they're, they're in the marketing, but they're pretty rare. Like, it's just a couple of events, really. Most of your time is normal racing or even online racing where that rubber banding isn't such a big deal. So I'm sure that's why they showed you that moment because it looks great in the trailer, but it's not what you do a lot of the time in Horizon.
0: Yeah, I think this, I, I wouldn't know how to be as creative as they have been already, but like, you know, like Race of Warthog, oh, done that. Um, Like, they're running out of like really mm. cool, like hooks like that. Which is fine, because that's not the whole game. But, um, it's, yeah, it's that's just what popped out to me when I was playing it. Otherwise, it's like, I'm excited for it. I will play this. It's not like a five in my head. Like, I want to jump back in and keep playing, um, which is good. Mm. And I think Shane is right. Shane's like, yeah, it should go full game as a service. And they should just keep adding different locations. Like And like that's the best parts about Horizon. Like, now you go to Legoland. And now you go to Hot Wheels Town. And now you go to Blizzard Mountain. Which, I guess if you hate winter, was, is a horrible locale to go to. But, you know, you don't have to go to Blizzard Mountain. You can stay in sunshiny land town. It's not mm. a place. Have you had a chance to play the Xbox Game Pass launch day title Back for Blood, Ben? No. Oh. No. <laughs>
1: not at all <laughs> no, uh, that's not what I was hoping you would say I have Daddy, I'll talk about it it came out yesterday yeah you gonna have to talk about it <laughs> it so this came this out is like... from the guys from the guys who made left for dead a back 4 blood
0: yes uh, they did evolve as well which you may or may not remember because it was like here and then gone um it's good I like it it's 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 very much left for dead but it has that kind of card based system thing where you get to play cards and change up the game and the like the game director plays a card, you know, like puts in fog, so it's really hard to see what's coming, or uh, I don't know, I can't remember all these things. It's this, it's 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 Left for Dead, but it's slightly modern modernized, uh, you know, relies on four people teamwork, which can sometimes be its downfall. Like I just decided to start it this morning, and I had an Australian dude. I think his name was like Aussie dude, sixty nine, or sexy Aussie sixty nine. Well, and he was like, he had this weird sound clip that was like shut up you guy like but he just kept playing it like he was intentionally just being a jerk so like mute i don't want to i don't want to talk to you
1: yeah well i was i was going to ask you that when i play any game online with other people random plebs teammates or not i mute everyone immediately i'm not interested in chatting with any randoms because they're always just the worst so can i do that and still play effectively well i muted that guy and then another guy was just like, S- did you just kneel
0: already? I'm, tr- I'm sick of trying to shoot around you, mate. Just... like, okay. Just mute you too. And I wasn't even, like, in his way. He was talking to the bot, I think, that was teamed up with us because we didn't have four players. But, like, whatever. Like, it's... It, it would be fun if you and I and friends played. It would be fun if you just had people who weren't just, like, toxic yeah. idiots. Um, but, like... I don't know. It's still fun. Just mute everybody and do your thing and hope you don't get paired with idiots. And if you do, just, like, jump out and rematch make and hope for the best next time. I don't... Like, that's not... That's not Turtle Rock's fault. Um, making games that require multiplayer is Turtle Rock's fault. But, you know, like... I... And Shane said this in the chat, too. Thanks, Shane. I'm, tr- I'm trying to keep up on the chat. I'm bad at this. Uh, like, Evolve was good. It was just, like, ahead of its time a little bit. Like, it just... It,
1: it was before we were all ready to do this, I think. Evol- Evolve was amazing when we did the press previews because you had the four players, like, on one side of a table and you had the monster on the other side and all being in one room so you could trash talk after, but you're also all playing seriously because it was, you know, your job to be there and play this game. Yes. Um, it was great, and I thought it was going to be amazing having played it like that, but that was not the real-world experience. Like, people were just the worst. It was hard to matchmake. Um, people dropped out, like, mid-game because they weren't happy with you. Like, it just wasn't fun. So. Yeah. That's always the problem with this type of game. Less of an issue when it's a four-player co-op as opposed to that 4v1 style. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think if you actually have a team of players and you regularly play with them, like you do with your Destiny crew, like um, I think, <laughs> but you've done it before. Like, you, you know, that's the type of, you are able to play like that and you can get that regular group of people. Um, it's probably fun then, but that's what I always struggle with. So I'll probably wow. be a once and done. We'll probably play it one time and that'll be me.
0: The older I get, like it's just harder. It's like, oh Ben, let's play, let's play Call of Duty or something. And like you, we say eight o'clock, and like my cat vomits or something, so I gotta go and like deal with that. And then like your dog does something or like I don't know, like it just life gets in the way. And then like it's mm. quarter to nine and we haven't played a match yet, but we're just about to. And like we play two, and then we're just like, I that was I'm done. It's a good night. Okay, I gotta go. See ya. It's just hard to gather people together to do it reliably i guess i'm just an old man who complains but like yeah I, i'm when we were younger it was easier but it's not getting yeah. it's not getting better and we're just getting older and there's just more things getting in the way of of doing it i'd love to play back for blood with you like i hope we do i just you know like, we a gotta find time. the time
1: yeah i think i think a real special game might drag us in for multiple sessions for a while and i'm hoping that will be hello infinite infinite uh, but I, I, I think the average game, it, it's just hard to get that in. Which is why I do like playing, you know, your COD, your Battlefield, stuff like that. Because you, you're on a team, but you don't really have to. It doesn't really matter who you're playing with. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's much easier than this force co-op style game uh, for someone like me.
0: Yes. Well, Hamish really liked it. He gave it an 8.5 out of uh, 10, which mm-hmm. aligns with our review sc- scale. But, we're, like, enough. I don't need to keep saying that. Every review we As have a scale. aligns with our review scale. Um, I like it. I'll keep playing. Um, and like the annoying thing is like I I I want you to play with me but like I'm already like I think it act too, and like it's that other thing of like I have to wait for you yeah. or I'll just keep going and yeah, anyway so that's that's
1: the way Those important. things
0: are hard but that's fine. Yeah. Um good segue though Ben because uh, I don't know if you had a chance to play some I think you did. I yeah. at least had a chance to play some Battlefield 2042 as part of that open beta that went up
1: I last played, week. Yeah, I played uh, enough uh, I didn't want to keep playing after what I played. So we've had three of these like tech tests in the last few weeks. So we had Call of Duty Vanguard, we had uh, Battlefield 2042, and we had Halo Infinite. Halo is by far the best, um, and it, it felt the best, it just played the best, it grabbed me. Vanguard felt a bit incomplete, and like it had a troubled development, and a bit unpolished, and like it's not quite there yet. Um, but I'm hoping it can kind of all come together at the end. Battlefield just felt like bland and also not done. Like it was by far the worst and the one that left me the most disappointed because Battlefield 1 was amazing and Battlefield 5 also very good probably not to that level again but it was it was a good follow-up and this is one just it feels a bit in no man's land like I'm not really sure what it's trying to do the best thing I can uh, equate it to is so in Modern Warfare Call of Duty decided it needed to have like vehicles and a bigger map and more players to compete with Battlefield and it felt like the poor cousin clone of Battlefield (laughs) And it was the first kind of COD mode that just felt like not great and like not ready. Um, and this feels like playing that. So now Battlefield feels like its own poor cousin. And I'm just, I'm not sure what they're trying to do here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, so they made this. So um, I, you, you played in the open beta. I hmm. played a couple of days ahead of that in an open beta, not open beta, in a closed beta for closed. journalists. Mm. There we go. I know how to use words. Um... And they had, like, a little presentation before, and they just kept reiterating, like, this is a couple months old, this is a couple months old. And then, like, the open beta came out, and they were, like, driving that point home. And, like, part of me just wants to say, like, if this if, if you are so insistent on this being known that it's not representative of your product, like, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, why are you, why is this what you've presented us? Um, so, hopefully, there's a, a, a lot of that the things that we're that complaining about have been fixed. Um, but, yeah, like, it just... It's bland is a really good word for it. I don't know if it was the map orbital. It just like was like just generic town. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah. And there's like one giant it, building and like I hope of- for
1: some reason they chose the worst map. I don't know why they would have chosen that for their beta, but I hope so cuz the others have got to be a better than that. Like it just it wasn't it wasn't fun. Um it, yeah, you know, it's boring. So there is, as you said, there's time. Uh, some of the previous, so I think Battlefield 1 and 5 launched okay. It's classic EA games. They needed a little bit of work at launch, but they kind of came together pretty quickly. Um, Battlefield 4, I think, before that launched pretty dodgy. It was back in that like SimCity time of EA where they just kind of launched things and they there were problems. Yeah. Um, and six months later, it was a good game. So like they took their time to get it there, but they did get it there. Uh, I feel like that's what we're doing again. They, yeah. they probably think they can't delay, It's their big game for the year, so they have to launch and maybe... They can't
0: delay again, you mean, because they already have delayed.
1: (laughs) That's right. They can't do a big delay. Maybe mid-next year, it'll be more representative of what they were intending to do. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, just it didn't wow me like I'd hoped.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, there's I've written something that's going up tonight or like Friday, early Friday morning on the 15th, 16th, whatever day it is. It's October, right? Um, yeah. which obviously I can't say anything about yet. Um, but it's intriguing the stuff that I can't talk about, and I'm gonna oh, shift off this really solid. quickly before I like make a mistake and we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's I don't know it's it's I'm not excited for I'm not really excited for COD either, which is weird because like I'm not great at COD nor Battlefield, but like you and I and sometimes even Tono will jump in and play like a COD or a Battlefield, and like I'm not the best, but like. I have fun whenever we are playing. And I was playing with uh Job and Nate Lawrence and like Costa from Oz Gamers. Like I was playing with a bunch of people and like there was banter and stuff, but it it and it wasn't like it wasn't like that the company was bad, like the company was great, but it just it wasn't the same yeah, was... feeling that I'm used to having doing those things, which was like, oh that's disappointing. I probably had more fun with COD than Than with um, Battlefield, and I wasn't playing COD with people. Like I wasn't talking to people as I was playing. So, I that's that's
1: important to have said. Well, COD's it's like so successful because it's always super polished and like like it just feels good to play. And that wasn't Vanguard. So again, it was a beta. It wasn't ready. But normally by that stage, like COD's betas slash tech tests are are demos basically to get your money. Um, Yeah, because you need to pre order to get in for some of them. So. It wasn't at the level we expect. This game also wasn't announced when we normally expect it to be, so it's definitely had a, a more difficult development. It's meant to come out last year, so... Yeah. Well, so, and by happens.
0: far, Halo, Halo was the, the, the best experience. It was just, like, really tight gameplay, and I played with you and myself, and it was just, like, it was fun playing mm. by myself, and it was fun just, like, having a chit-chat with you and playing big team battle, so... Like, time... We're, we're, I'm in lockdown still. We didn't do lockdown chat, Ben, but, like... I... I don't have a lot of time on my hands and I have infinite time on my hands weirdly enough and I use it to do work I guess rather than have fun but when I do get to have fun I just want to like have fun with something I want to actually have fun with and I would play Halo for that and I wouldn't play those other two right now
1: I thought you were going to spin that spin that into I have infinite time for Halo Infinite luckily you were right there anyway (laughs) put
0: that on the box or something (laughs) um what time is it I can't see my watch, my clock. Oh, yeah. It's 9.30. Uh, do we have time to do the tech reviews? Maybe we'll save those for another time. Ben, you you, uh, could... good.
1: you can read those.
0: All right, good. So uh, I have my Z Fold 3, which I f- I broke the chat on um on oh, you're OBS. Us on your so I have thing, my chat okay. up on my phone because I'm really like a Luddite when it comes to streaming. So I think I'm doing all right. Sigma Bean says the beta was poorly done. See, I am paying attention. And you're right. Um So I'll talk about that some other time, um, maybe. And then you have a a, a HyperX quadcast USB mic that you also reviewed. But they're both on the site, so if you want to read it and not wait for us to talk about them, you can. Uh, In news, something that I'm sure is making you excessively happy, Mr. Ben Salter, is uh, Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy was finally sort of detailed, not fully, but
1: like a little bit, and Mm. hurrah. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, Well, this would probably be this year's best-selling game, I'm just going to assume, so we don't know, classic Rockstar, they basically just tweeted it and then didn't tell us anything about it, so the speculation is going wild. Definitive Edition means nothing because, uh, so, Take-Two, who is the parent company of Rockstar and 2K, uh, they called Mafia 1 Definitive Edition, that was a remake, they called Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, that was barely a remaster, and they called Mafia 3 Definitive Edition, that was just the same game with DLC, so it could be any of those probably going to be in the middle um Mm -hmm. so they have to move engine which makes it sound difficult because it's so old these games i don't think we're going to get like a Crash bandicoot spiral level like you know like a real visual overhaul i think it's going to be tweaks i think they're going to look like ps2 games um you can get these games on ps4 so also ps5 already as ps2 classics and they're already 1080 so there are already up res versions of these games but not anymore as of like this week sometime I think still you can get them But maybe maybe in a couple of days you can't So if you want those, get them They do include trophies That tells me it's going to be more than just a straight up res Because that's already happened some years ago hmm. um, So presumably they're going to be 1440p or 4K uh, 60 frames Slightly better lighting, shadows Maybe some slightly tweaked character models But there's only so much you can do You can't have like a really realistic character In this dodgy PS2 world So it can maybe just slightly pretty it up uh, and modern controls because I think as I said a few apps back if you try to play a, a PS2 GTA game now you just can't like the controls are all over the place this is like before twin sticks as we know them now with standard uh yeah. shooting is all over the place so I think they have got to modernize that I think that's pretty much a guarantee otherwise I don't know what they're going to do I think it's going to be pretty bare bones besides that and we will probably pay for it
0: absolutely I couldn't mm. give you a really good reason why I thought that you know Alan Wake remastered was amazing, and I would happily pay sixty bucks. I well, I didn't pay for that. I got it as a review copy, really yes. but I would I would have happily paid sixty bucks for it.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm wide, sure there's a lot
0: of Grand Theft Auto fans who do the same, especially yeah. for a modernized version of that hot coffee thing, right? That was in San
1: Andreas. Yeah, well, yeah. it's probably the only thing they definitely got to cut. The there is a <laughs> version of San Andreas on Series X because it's on 360 and it's backwards compatible, but that is actually a port of the android game like it's not even the real um san andreas so it's a bit it does look better because the mobile versions look better than the, the 360 or the xbox original uh but very lazy of rockstar just to be like here's the mobile game on xbox like so uh hopefully they don't do that one thing worth noting is this is coming to switch so it's the first 3d gta game on a nintendo handheld never happened before um Presumably, just because like GameCube era, they didn't think it would sell, or they didn't bother to put it on there. Like GameCube, Xbox, similar sales. It did go to Xbox, didn't go to GameCube. It must just be because they thought not worth it because of the audience. Um, and they finally decided it is worth it. So, I don't imagine it's going to run that well on Switch. But if you wanted to play it for the first time, um, it's not the first handheld time because you can play it on your mobile as well. But it is it's the first time on a Nintendo platform. So that is a milestone.
0: Yeah. Uh, what what gta 3's 20th anniversary i think i could be wrong something Mm. like that is in october so or late october so like i don't think it's gonna hit that release but i think it'll it's sometime this year it'll be november it'll be before black friday you would reckon because they'll try to make money hand over fist um yeah very late announcement but that's that's how things go now well they 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 know it's going to print money, so they're not really concerned. To, to be honest, I think that's that's about it. Um, that's it. Something that Ubisoft has announced, I guess, to try to make money hand to fist, and it's it's not really worked out for them very well. Is uh, the announcement of Ghost Recon Frontline, which is uh, yet another battle royale, uh, yet another Ghost Recon, or not Ghost Recon? Yeah, Ghost Recon game. Tom Clancy's yeah. game that's Tom using Clancy like game. cross yeah. Tom Clancy platform characters in this weird mashup that maybe not be you know isn't true to the the Tom Clancy's brand that people want to know it for. Uh, it was announced on the sixth of October. There was supposed to be a uh, PC test sometime this month, and that PC test has now been delayed. And Ubisoft doesn't says hadn't said hasn't said why, but I would think it's largely because of like the overwhelming negative fan response to uh, to this game's announcement. Do you have room in your life hmm. for a Battle Royale, let alone this one, Ben?
1: No, because uh, <laughs> we've got into Apex for a while and if I was going to go back to one, uh, that's the one I'd go back to. Uh, so Ubisoft released, Ghost Recon, what was it even called? It's with a B. the last one they released. Breakpoint, that's it. Uh, and after that, they you know that pretty much flopped. Again, a game that played Perfectly well, but it just it wasn't for anyone. Like it was not for the people. It was too kind of broad for the Ghost Recon fans, and it was too Ghost Recony for people who wanted that solo. Like it just didn't have an audience. And they said they were going to reevaluate their whole strategy based on that not doing well. And they seem to have just done it again. Like they've they've gone with a oh here's a battle royales are popular right now. Let's try again. They've already tried before. Like it's there's not a room for another one. Like COD's just going to dominate it. Battlefield will have a crack. Apex is doing well. Um, I don't know if PUBG is still around, but it's there. You yeah, got Fortnite. Right. Like, there's so many things.
0: But the people who are investing all of their time and energy and spending all this money that Ubisoft thinks it's going to get from people who are spending money on Apex or on mm. Warzone—they're already in Apex and Warzone, spending money and like have years of yeah. progression at this point. They're not just going to go, "Ooh, a, 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 a rather generic-looking Ubisoft battle royale with like no discernible uniqueness, like you know the abilities in Apex or like." well i guess call of duty is just like more call of duty for free like that's kind of all it needs it's doing well um i don't like i don't know who this game is for it's certainly not for the people wanting like a splinter cell game that they never
1: get well that's it the only thing i'm hearing from all ubisoft fans is give us splinter cell and they like no no what you guys want is ghost recon battle royale and (laughs) Yeah, they just—they seem to be trying to tell their fans what they want, as opposed to listening to them. You want so, X to
0: fight? Oh, you didn't want X to fight? Oh, okay, you want yeah. frontline then, right? Yeah, right.
1: No, sorry, I cut you yeah. off. No, it's you know, that's it. That's I, the whole strategy is all over the place at the moment. It just seems to be against what the player base wants. Uh, like Valhalla was great. Like they've—it's not like they haven't had a great game for a while. That was great. Uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising was great. They've had some some hits, but they just also seem to be unsure of what the the player base who like those Ubisoft-style games, because a lot of them are very similar, want. Um, and yeah, they they're trying to obviously go in a different direction, and the, the the market is pushing against that. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm like a, a big Ubisoft stan but not of late. Like, things that they've made sometimes aren't for me, like, for honor. Like, no. (laughs) Cool, cool. I like that people like it. Not for me. But, like, this new strategy to, you know, make all these free-to-play things and, like, still kind of do some AAA stuff, but, like, all the AAA stuff they're doing seems to be the same, like, see aforementioned rant about a mini-map with 70 million icons. Like, it's just, there's not a lot of variety. It just kind of seems like... They're doing, like, mm. market research to, like, what ticks boxes and, like, oh, we'll make this game now, rather than, like, being creative and doing something that I'm excited for. So I hope that changes soon, but it seems like it's going more to that route instead of away from that route, which is sad. Hmm. Uh, we're not I'm not even doing my little try to trick I'm doing to bring up like the, the oh you, do, you don't know this Ben on Twitch right now I have like the little square of the stories that we've been talking about popping up okay. but I'm not gonna do this for this because this is like I don't even think we have anything to say about this but this Fortnite in Halloween events we've got uh Halloween events for Destiny 2 Star Trek Online Overwatch Rainbow Six Siege and probably like 7,000 more games which I have not noted down but like if you like Halloween themed events like you must be in heaven right now or in hell because it's Halloween
1: yeah well (laughs) I'm in Australia so I don't really care about Halloween fair enough not really a a big thing well yeah
0: over in Adelaide where it's okay we're in Melbourne Like we're just so used to wearing masks it's not even fun anymore it used to be fun to put on a mask for Halloween now it's just like a day to day
1: occurrence I know everyone wears masks here it's all about masks we can just go outside in our masks oh that's right you stay. can leave your house we have to stay in your house with it Yeah. well
0: there you go um, enjoy Halloween people uh, something that I just think is, is awful and I wanted to talk to you about um, how much of an Avengers player are you or were you not much uh, from what I recall
1: no, not heaps. I played through like most of the main story, but then it was too like looty and like you need to grind to get more stuff. And I was like, yeah, they should have just made this a single player campaign. Yeah, well,
0: if you've not been keeping up, Ben, let me tell you what's been going on. About uh, March, I believe, of this year, they uh, they, being Crystal Dynamics, the game's developer, uh, released a statement saying they were changing the way in which players would earn XP because it was too easy for players to level up quickly. So they've kind of basically increased the grind. Uh, Flash forward to now, now that the game's on Xbox Game Pass and accessible to a lot more people, presumably. uh, They have introduced uh, microtransactions that let you level up easier uh, as long as you don't mind paying for the the privilege to do so. And obviously that's Mm. not really gone well. That's not gone over well with people who've uh, been paying attention to the news. I think it's really gross and garbagey, to be honest. I just wanted to to slap Avengers on the wrist for that I don't know if you have any th- thoughts about the matter oh,
1: this is Square Enix is pulling a classic EA 2k double here that the it's <laughs> just nickel and dime people uh I did see it was in the top three of um game pass games or something like the only thing which beat it was I think Minecraft and FIFA uh which is technically there because of EA access or EA play whatever it's called now yep. um yeah so doing really well from that point of view I can see why. I- I would think Microsoft would go after more games like this because there's obviously a demand for it and it props up kind of the, the big names which they can't have every month. But yeah, disappointing that around that same time they found another way to get money out of those people.
0: Yeah. Well, and so like... Avengers has come, a well, a long way and then it's it's taken a giant step or two backwards from when it was first released. We, we slammed it because it was... It was kind of buggy and gross and broken. They fixed a lot of the bugs that, like, I complained about when it came out at launch. But, like, it's one of those games where it's Game Pass. You're not paying for it. If you haven't paid for Avengers and someone's like, should I play Avengers? And they can mm. access it via Game Pass. they would be like, yeah, give it a go. Like, it's it's Avengers. Like, you can be Thor and you can be Iron Man. And, like, you might, if you're a Marvel fan, might get a lot out of that. And especially if you're doing it for free. Like, have at it. It's, like, it's kind of Destiny Lite for, for Avengers with Marvel. Yeah. Great. Do it. Um... It works for that. It doesn't work for the likes of like an Outriders I think because it's just like this weird kind of generic also looter shooter Destiny kind of clone but with random people that you don't know about and it's not like you're controlling Thor, you're controlling weird guy from outer space or something. Um, So it suits some games more than others but then like I don't know i yeah, liked well, the way that they were talking about all the microtransactions in the game like you can you can buy cosmetics if you want and lord knows there's a million thousand of cosmetics in this avengers game because you can look like the thor from the avengers 2 movie and you can look like cap or black widow from the black widow movie like if you like this game and want to spend money there's ample opportunity to spend money but you don't need to add this extra layer to it is i guess where i want to sit yeah, can um, you buy microtransactions hope- on Game Pass games? I don't know. I just assumed you could. That's a question. Yes,
1: that- absolutely. You get I think ten or twenty percent off DLC within a Game Pass game, because uh, obviously want you to buy those things. Most Game Pass games don't include any, certainly not DLC, and obviously not microtransactions either. So, hmm. actually, maybe you don't get it off a of microtransaction, but you definitely do if you buy like a DLC add-on in yeah. the Xbox Store for, for a, a Game Pass game. I can't yeah
0: well the que- that was the question I don't think we have a definitive answer but I would assume you could yeah, as well not a fact based show well I don't, own, I don't own Dead by Daylight on, on anything but I've bought all the DLC packs for it so I yeah, play can play the DLC packs so I, maybe that's different than thing. a microtransaction I can't imagine how but no I don't think so again not a fact based show
1: so sorry yeah. we didn't answer the question at all uh, see I'm certain you can because people <laughs> will play FIFA and they want to get those ultimate team dollars so they definitely have microtransactions in them
0: nice Well, there you go. Uh, One more piece of news. It's it's more like fluffy than anything else, Ben. But hey, why not toot our own horn when we can? Uh, Mm. The Game Awards returns with an in-person event. If you're in Los Angeles, obviously we we are not Um, on the 10th of December. I don't know if I said the date. I got sidetracked by us being in lockdown. Still, Uh, we are we being Survivor are a a, for I don't know how many years now, three or four or five, God, maybe more. Uh, We're a Game Awards voting member of the jury. So that's, that's cool. Fine. Go go us. So we'll be we'll be nominating and, and voting on games, and you'll find out which ones we helped select as as this year's winning crop in uh, mm. in early December.
1: Congratulations! Yay, Ben! Yay, us! Well, uh-huh. it's, it's fun. I enjoy doing it. It's there's only there's like it sounds like a lot when you say. I think there's ninety or ninety five uh, judging outlets around the world. But when you say that second part, around the world, the fact that. Uh, we're one of those. And there's only three in Australia. So uh, also congrats to Press Start and Gamers. So good that Australia gets three. A lot of, you know, I think Canada has won. Uh, well, we can pull double duty. Here, Surely yeah, we can take credit yeah. for both. Yeah, well, you're under the Australian flag on the official site, mate. So well, that's, yes. yeah, that's where you're gone.
0: I've spent more time here than there now. It's official. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, ben, anything else you wanted to say before we finish up for, for this Fortnite's epic no, that's it. action-packed thing. We've, we've had lots of games. We've had lots of games we've enjoyed, so get out and play any of those. And there's more coming. God, it's that it's that fun-slash-horrific time of the year where I'm just very, very tired. How do we find you on the internet, Ben? Uh, ben underscore Salter on Twitter and yourself. Uh, that's right, AU on Twitter things like i said before that's if it. you're watching on twitch i put the things in the that wrong way. place so if you want to go follow ben follow ben at s right au you know yeah. that would be fun Do anyway it. thanks for joining us if you were on the twitch stream watching us live i'm sorry this was probably awful and you're probably grimacing but thank you i had fun uh if you have feedback that's nice let us know what you think and how i can try to be better at this but no promises at all uh if you're listening on the podcast this didn't make any sense but whatever thanks for listening on the podcast if you're watching on youtube that's cool too we're just giving you
1: options that's it this is only episode 187 so we're still (laughs) teething we'll get there eventually
0: by 210 it'll be adequately better probably not 360 all right well ben didn't show us his dog jay wants to see your dog send him a photo of your dog afterwards and um far away We'll see you next fortnight. Thank you. Yeah.